Yay, Christmas is coming. Decorations are up. Just a few more weeks to go. You can probably tell I can get quite excited about Christmas. But I know not everyone does. I wonder, what does Christmas mean to you? What do you think when December the 25th comes around? Maybe it's the decorations. That's what you love. Maybe it's Christmas dinner. That's the biggest thing. Maybe it's getting together with family and friends. Or maybe it's none of these. For me, I do enjoy spending time with my family. And I love giving and receiving presents. I'm not always keen on the decorations, but I don't mind them. But the most amazing thing about Christmas, the part that really blows my mind, is thinking about the birth of Jesus. And so, this Christmas time, I'm going to do a few of these videos where we can look together at the Bible and see what it tells us about the birth of Jesus. In each video, we follow one of the characters or groups on their journey to the manger. And I want to start with Mary, the mother of Jesus. When we meet her, she's just an ordinary teenager having a very ordinary day. Maybe she's thinking about the type of man she's going to marry. Her parents have just finalised the engagement to a local carpenter called Joseph. Maybe she's thinking about her wedding day and who might be there. Or she might be taken up more with the present, her daily chores or what she might do when they're over. But then suddenly her whole life is turned upside down when God interrupts her day by sending the angel Gabriel. We read about it in Luke chapter 1 and verses 26 to 38. If you get a chance, I'd encourage you to read it for yourself. The first thing we notice is that this is a frightening interruption. The Bible tells us, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. I remember one time coming home, Anita, my wife, hadn't heard me, so I crept up to her quietly and then shouted, Boo! She jumped out of her skin. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Surprises can give us a shock. Yet there is something more than surprise here. Mary knew this was an angel, a messenger from God. You can imagine her questions. Why has he come? What's happening? Am I in trouble? The angel assures Mary she has no reason to be afraid, but then gives her a piece of news that I'm sure would have thrown her completely off balance. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. What, me? The angel hasn't finished. He will be great and will be called the son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. It's worth mentioning here that in the Old Testament, God had made and repeated a promise to send a deliverer for his people. He would be a king and a descendant of David, one of Israel's previous kings. And he wasn't just going to save Israel. As we look around us, we see a broken world, a world with pain and hurt. Because of sin, we are separated from God. This deliverer would deal with sin and bring hope for a better future. Mary was told she was going to have a baby but no ordinary baby. Her son would be God's promised king, the Messiah who the world has been waiting for. That's a lot to process in a few minutes. 
Mary comes back. Okay, but how? She's not married and most likely had not even held hands with Joseph in any romantic way. Biologically, it was impossible that she was going to get pregnant at that point. But this was no ordinary baby. And God had planned a miracle. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Okay, Mary says. If that's what God has planned, let it be. Calm acceptance. But I do wonder whether she had her moments. Pregnancy outside of marriage would have been a scandal in Nazareth in those days. It can't have been easy. For Mary, this brief encounter had earth-shattering implications. She hasn't yet taken a step towards Bethlehem, but in a single moment, her life has moved so much. Later, in Luke chapter 2, Caesar Augustus, the Roman emperor, has ordered a census. Mary and Joseph head to Bethlehem. How did it go down? Well, we've all seen the nativity plays where a heavily pregnant Mary rides on a donkey to Bethlehem with Joseph walking beside her. When they get there, they knock on the door of an inn with the expected response. No room! They try several and eventually end up in an out-of-the-way stable surrounded by the animals. Now, it could have happened like that, but it also and probably more likely didn't. The Bible doesn't mention a donkey, and the word for inn could just as likely mean guest room in a house. Remember, Joseph is summoned to Bethlehem because it was where his family were from. If there were any still living there, cousins, uncles, aunts, whatever, it would make sense that he went to stay with them and not to a local inn. And in the culture of the day, it was normal for animals to share part of the family home and a manger in the living room wasn't a strange thing. It could well have been far more ordinary than we think. What we do know for sure is that while they were in Bethlehem, Jesus was born and they used a manger for his bed. I remember holding my children as babies and just staring at their crunched up faces and holding their tiny hands. I would wonder who they would be and what they would do. Did Mary do that with Jesus? If she did, what went through her mind? How much of the angel's message had really sunk in? Did she fully realise who Jesus was? Did she know what he would do? Had she any inkling that his life would lead to a Roman cross where he would die for sin. And what about us? Who is Jesus to us? Is he merely a baby or is he something more? If you were to hold the baby Jesus in your arms, what would go through your mind? Why not take that question away and take some time to think it through? Well, that's it for this video. Next time we're going to join the shepherds as they make their way from the fields to the manger. Why did they take the trip? And what did they find when they got there? Hopefully, see you then.